0: You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Oh, uh, welcome back to the Ramb- <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblers podcast, presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one half of your host. I am Jeremy. Uh, I go by Black Dante on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook. I don't know her like that. Good to hear, look everybody. Um, my AKA uh, for today will be, uh, you motherfucker. Still is not uh, out of the woods because it's still a damn pandemic. And if I see you outside with a mask, I just know that you don't deserve no good things in life. And good to hear, look to you. Well, no, bad see Actually, President. still a
1: pandemic. It's still a pandemic. We don't even have 50% total vaccination rate. Full vaccination, both shots. Waited two weeks for the last shot to be fully vaccinated. It's still a pandemic. Please be careful. Please watch what you bring home to your small kids. If you got small kids, please, okay, because they can't get vaccinated please exercise some couth and decorum, but y'all haven't done that all pandemic. So I don't know what I expect because y'all didn't have a shot for the shit. A lot of y'all get shots for your STDs and you still go barebacking through the woods. So it is what it is. It's gonna be what it's gonna be. I'm here, it's Candace. Um, My AKA is Apple Podcast. Get your shit together. Y'all are some sneaky motherfuckers. So while I was gone, it was peculiar that our numbers was really up and down for the shows like we average certain a certain amount of listens Mm. on every show we thank y'all that's because we have a dedicated fan base a dedicated audience we thank y'all i listened to the shows with the guests the guests were fucking hilarious jeremy showed up and showed out as he always does the shows were good but some shows were averaging very low listens come to fucking find out shout out to Randy Simone from Being Free with Simone Apple Podcasts had a huge glitch where they were not uploading episodes there was a lag in episodes being uploaded and the, and then when i paid attention it's true because normally i get a notification from Apple Podcasts when my favorite podcast or shows that i'm subscribed to has a new episode out so all of a sudden, like last last week sometime, I get 35 notifications of shows that are just now being uploaded to Apple Podcasts. Come on, Apple. Podcasting is way too fucking big for y'all to be dropping the ball. Y'all need to reform. Y'all need to rework y'all fucking podcast platform. Podcasting is not going anywhere. It's big money there's no reason y'all should be having them type of glitches and then didn't even have enough common decency to send something out to podcasters and platforms that use you to say, hey, if y'all get any questions about why people's shows aren't showing up on Apple Podcasts, we're having a glitch in the system and we're trying to get it corrected. You just had to randomly be looking out on the internet And then you see people complaining about podcasts not being uploaded on Apple Podcasts. Come on, man. Come on. Be better, do better.
0: This is like a long history with Apple Podcasts. It's like, for as much as people use y'all platform and use y'all for access and shit, y'all don't like, it's like, Apple Podcasts is like, we thankful for podcasts, but we don't fuck with podcasts like that. Because the the quality of um, like when them like you interface and stuff compared to like other things like you know spreaker things like that, it's terrible.
1: Spotify yeah. underwent a complete overhaul to include podcasting. Yeah, integrated it into the the app in totality. I still don't understand why why Apple is using a separate platform for podcasts versus other streaming yeah podcast has it completely integrated you can listen to music and then you could click a little thing at the top to say podcast and go write the podcast and spotify you don't need two different apps to do it
0: exactly y'all it's are, the same y'all, thing. y'all
1: get too much money and to for it to still be this archaic at this point
0: yeah it's just as archaic as facebook having two different damn apps for the fucking messenger
1: oh my god good god Y'all made too much money from y'all. That.
0: <laughs> y'all made too much money to to be this goddamn archaic. It is twenty twenty one. Get y'all shit together, please,
1: please. Okay. So before we get into the shows, we're gonna cut over. Um, when we when we get the tea, when we get it, shout out to a lot of the platforms that I listen to. All about the tea, um, the shade Room, some other ones. Um the there's a T page dedicated solely to the real housewife shows all of those thank you for being who you are so that we don't have to dig near and far to get information on the shows we love um so but we got enough shit in the ratchet mess of the week to get some cackles in and we only got three shows so and we just don't get into it. First of all, the super trailer for Real Housewives of Potomac season eight was released, mm-hmm. and I so let me say this: I thought Monique was hella weak for jumping back this season, especially when she had received her champagne glass in her contract. But in hindsight, I'm thinking this was very strategic, and we'll end up seeing Monique in season nine. I think Monique decided to take a step back from the show so that the world could see that it is Giselle that is the issue on this show. Because as we see in the super trailer, Giselle (laughs) is doing to Wendy what she did to Monique regarding her marital issues, and that's running through the group telling the other women about her suspected marital issues with Eddie. Mm -hmm. And And and... we see... Go ahead, friend.
0: No, I was going to say, and also... Um, I feel like we'll be remiss to, to bring this up. Um the same thing that Giselle, you know, was doing to Monique last season for her behavior about being, you know, hostile and volatile. Uh she's gonna do the same thing to Whitney um in the super trailer.
1: Yeah. And, and remember, Whitney
0: was on. We- because Wendy was on Giselle's side. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: Wendy. Wendy took Giselle's mm-hmm. side. She took the side of the lights, the green-eyed bandits. Mm-hmm. And in the super trailer, we see Wendy saying, "Everything that they, everything that was said about you is true, and I should have believed it. You don't win when you don't stick with the skin. You <laughs> ain't had right. no place amongst." <laughs> the <laughs> You had no place amongst these light-skinned hoochies. You would have done your best bet to foster peace between Candace and Monique and y'all become a barrage of badass brown-skinned women. You went clip-clopping your ass in there with Monique and Giselle trying to fit in and you don't fit in. And now she's doing the same shit to you that she did to Monique when she thought there was trouble in paradise with Monique and Chris, Mm -hmm. except for it actually is trouble in your paradise. Yeah. (laughs) Because we see in this trailer, Eddie saying he's not happy. He's not fulfilled in his marriage with Wendy. And the T is that he cheated on Wendy with a white woman at his law firm. And there is a rumored outside baby from Mm. that situation.
0: Mm. first of all Giselle's
1: still worried about Karen and Ray finances and it looked like Karen is gonna dig knee deep in Giselle's shit again at this point you should be tired of fucking with Karen when it come to Ray
0: yeah but this is assuming that you know Giselle is someone with common sense and also you know is not a miserable motherfucker who is projecting all her inner turmoil and misery onto other people Mm mhm you know, you know, somebody was saying would be like, you know what? I got enough shit going on in my life. I don't need to be digging in other folks' business. But then, you know, you have Giselle, and we know that she don't have good sense. That God gave a fish.
1: Robin and oh. Juan are not happy. Oh, go ahead. Which, duh, right, duh, <laughs> duh. We said this whole reunited and it feels so good with some bullshit because you needed a storyline because you haven't had one in years aside from having fucked up finances Juan don't want you All right Juan don't want you ain't wanted you ain't wanted you
0: and also can we say Robin serves no purpose on this show other than to be Giselle Snunkey
1: And not doing a good job at that, because it looked like Giselle going to be trying to tell you how to run your show with one. While she still don't know how many goddamn outside babies uh, Jamal had on her.
0: Right. And she need to look inside the binder that Monique had and see how many.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ask for the binder, bitch. Ask for the binder.
0: Because you need to do your homework
1: Mm mm-hmm last but certainly not least we see Mm. that the supreme agitator Mm. is still treating that cuck of a white man husband of hers like Mm. a goddamn dog he's supposed to be managing her music career and bitch you have one song baby listen with tiktok here with instagram here it's not easy to be a one-hit wonder in 2021 can we say that? Can we be honest about that? Can yeah. we be for real here? If you can turn something into a, a, a dance on TikTok, you can have a hit. Let's be honest. Why are yeah. you having music careers he managing, bitch? You can't sing. You look right. dusty.
0: Your on look You look like a ferret. The- <laughs> <You> nigga.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but we see Candace fighting with the new girl and throwing salad like they work for a goddamn buffet
0: right in front of my salad like right in front of my salad which is very interesting don't throw
1: my croutons
0: (laughs) and now listen niggas love croutons it me i'm niggas (laughs) okay
1: yes i'm niggas especially them goddamn texas toast croutons
0: mm, mm. hello Listen, I feel like Whitney in that one gif. I love it. However, um, it is very interesting to me um, that, you know, the lar- the narrative last season was that Monique is a bully and Monique is, you know, aggressive. She's violent, this, then, the third. Yet and still, here is Candice, yet again, in another fight, in more fights, just like she was before. So all I'm saying is, I wonder what the narrative y'all lied is. to us. D- okay, okay, Let's thank you, because I, I was getting then. there. Y'all lied to us, y'all
1: lied to us, y'all lied to us. Y'all, y'all played defended, in my goddamn defended, face. Caped, played, defended. Rinse and repeat. Caped, played, defended. Caped, played, defended. And this bitch is a master fucking agitator who don't know when to shut the fuck up because she don't have the hands to match the mouth. There you go. It's like when we tell you hoes to get the thighs to match the ass. She don't have the hands to match the mouth. When she go to see Dr. Miami for the mouth, get the hands, bitch, so you can fight. You can't fight, bitch. Mm-hmm. Now you around here throwing motherfucking salad like you work for Wendy's.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Listen, I almost- am going to spend all season dragging... Giselle Bryant and Candace Dillard,
0: Candice Acid, whatever
1: I'm the bitch name is. I don't know the bitch. Latin. I know she over there married to that slave master. <laughs>
0: okay, yeah, she, yeah, well, she she the slave. <laughs> uh, but, 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 yeah, listen. All I'm saying is, I'm gonna be watching this season just just be, listen, cause you know. <clears throat> I don't always get it right. You
1: know, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm human. I can admit, Fuck you know, when I'm wrong. Fuck that. Talk, let's talk our <laughs> shit. We get it right a lot of times on this show. And when we get it wrong, we say we got it wrong, but we were right.
0: Listen, y'all played to my goddamn face. Made
1: every goddamn excuse in the book. I and cannot, yes, we said believe. Monique could have handled it better, but we also said you cannot police people's reaction to you egging them on. Trying to fight them.
0: Listen, y'all played on my goddamn face to this bullshit. I am, listen, listen, y'all know me on paid. I'm gonna bring that shit up every, all this season, don't bring it up, but y'all said. But y'all said, listen, don't be pending. Y'all, y'all gonna have to mute me. Cause y'all played about goddamn. I cannot believe y'all was on y'all was on Algor's internet, funded by Beyonce, defending Candace stupid ass and sided with fucking Giselle motherfucker Brown. I know y'all fucking lied to me. Y'all tried it. I don't go cackle God, my ass eat. off this season. Cause I love being vindicated. I love it. No me. But anyway, I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to that. Um, in the realm of being vindicated, uh, so this is kind of serious, but I mean, they have appeared on the show that we have covered on this show, so I feel it's only right that we talk about it here um, as well. And I know my friend be wanting to drag uh, th- these two because she texted me early in the week. Um, so more um, information and more allegations on Clifford and Tiny Harris... Have occurred oh since the last time we have um recorded. Go to
1: jail. Fran, uh- <laughs> <laughs> what would you drink before we record? Because you've been over the <laughs> go been- to jail. Do not pass go. Do not get a speedy <laughs> trial. Do not have a jury. Just go straight to jail. Y'all are guilty. Y'all is guilty. Y'all is going to church. This is the same Clifford friends. That's what you was talking about. These motherfuckers in church. They didn't mm-hmm. brought the baby pit bull that is Harris Harris up to the goddamn <laughs> pool pit. It's talking about pray for us, keep us lifted and pr- no, <laughs> we
0: no. lift the jail bars on you. That's what the fuck we lift.
1: <laughs> lift your hands high so we can cuff them. <laughs> no, you going to jail? Barely onto the... <laughs> Where was you? Who was you praying to when y'all was sexually assaulting and raping and harassing and drugging and tugging and bugging and nucking and bucking these goddamn women?
0: Listen, that's the calling uh, call call. Listen, it don't never fail. Every abuser or abusers, they always go back to the church because let's be honest, the church loves nothing more than to shield, coddle, abusers. and quote unquote rebrand abusers.
1: Hey, hey, hey! Talk Now, to
0: you, friend. now we're gonna t- the we're truth. gonna we're gonna we're gonna tell the truth for shame the devil. Listen, it's Sunday. We're gonna tell the truth because the church loves the house abusers. Hell, they allow abuse in there. That's why you when that damn question um somebody had on the timeline uh like last week, something was like, why is our generation not g- fucking with church no more because of shit like this? Because of shit like this, because the church. Listen, ain't nothing wrong with faith, but the practice of faith within the organization of the church is some bullshit. And this is this this is an example of why, because ain't nowhere in the goddamn hell Ti and Tina should be anywhere allowed near a damn church in the actual practice that what it should be. Because ain't nothing holy about these motherfuckers. Y'all are going to jail, prison,
1: prison. Speaking of proximity to Clifford Harrison, Tamika Tamika Cottle. I don't know where you're going. Y'all got go felon ahead. names. The, right. <laughs> okay. Candy and Todd's high-end steakhouse was closed down for health violations as it received a grade of 55. And some of those uh, violations included the health inspector finding mold in the ice machine. Mm-hmm. Chefs handling raw food and then cook food without washing their hands and changing gloves in a pandemic. Yes.
0: I know you... Oh, go ahead, friend. Go.
1: Cold storage what? refrigerators being kept above forty-one degrees Fahrenheit. Mm. First of all, wait. Wasn't these some
0: of the issues with the other restaurant? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, the... Can... Mm-hmm. what the
1: hell? Can... Mm-hmm. Mm. First of all, you can't even keep breast milk that fucking warm. So, you telling me y'all was trying to keep chicken and fish that goddamn warm?
0: Like, I know y'all fucking lying.
1: That was just some of the violations. They didn't have warnings on the menu about um, the hazards of cooking undercooked uh, meat and seafood Uh, and other shit. But as Jeremy stated, these were some of the violations they got hit with for Old Lady Gang One, as it only has a grade of C.
0: Yeah, because like they, because like didn't like they had it with an F at one point, then they they uh they got it up to a got C. Got it but up to a e- C. Even that ain't still that ain't good. Hell, that ain't
1: that's not good when you when you. I'm about to start stuttering like a kid trying to tell you a stupid ass story when you, and then, um, and then I did, um, and then what (laughs) happened, listen,
0: ridiculous.
1: Why do y'all keep opening these fucking restaurants if you're not going to keep them in pristine shape? That is my biggest question. Especially you, Candy, as famous as you are, why do you keep giving Todd your money and name to throw on these restaurants that y'all so very clearly don't give a fuck about? Y'all do not even have management in these fucking restaurants who care about restaurants and what they doing to keep your shit in tip-top shape. Yeah. Who are y'all hiring? Y'all cannot be hiring seasoned professionals who knows how to run a, especially an upper end steakhouse because y'all shouldn't have none of those type of issues and y'all charging people high end money to eat there.
0: Listen, let's talk about it because it's it's a listen. It is a reason. I ain't never. I went to Old Lady Gang once, once, and I ain't been back. I ain't been back since. Cause the food- Cause all the pr- y'all do
1: is throw MSG on the goddamn
0: food. I listen, be having somebody in a goddamn diabetic coma all that goddamn salt on y'all motherfucking food. But I just, that's, that's also the prices do not match the quality, especially ooh. for no motherfucker place that got a goddamn C grade.
1: Ooh.
0: After having an F previously. And now you're opening a, up another. Enough- Opening up some more shit and the shit, hell, you having the same goddamn health code violation, the same goddamn problems as a place that you had to raise to from a F to a C, which still ain't goddamn good, but you charging A goddamn prices. Candy, Barrett, Tucker, I know you fucking lying to me.
1: And just who are you hiring? Because friend, okay, let's first of all, let's be honest. It is nice when chefs who are passionate about food and cooking and cuisine and experiences open up restaurants. But let's Good. be honest, that is that is more of the exception than the rule when we see restaurants. Every restaurant that's open has not been opened by a chef that is passionate about food. But what you should be doing is getting people in your restaurant working for you who are passionate about food experiences, health, and so on and so forth. Y'all are being cheap y'all are being lazy, and y'all are going to kill some fucking body. Yeah, I was going
0: to say, I think you hit it on the head earlier. It comes from the top down. They treat these, you know, things like, oh, you know, it's just some shit that we're going to do to get some more money. They don't put in any effort to, like, actually giving a fuck about the project, so they are also hiring people who just, like, really don't give a fuck. It comes from the top down. It certainly does.
1: Just fucking lazy. Yeah, lazy too.
0: You y'all got too much. Well, no, no, I said it right the first time. You got too much goddamn money for that
1: candy. Too much money, too much notoriety, too much tied to your name. And when this shit happens, they don't say restaurant that Todd Tucker opened shut down for health code violations. They default to you, Candy. Yeah. They lean on your name. They make this a a reflection of you, not Todd. Stop it and, and stop doing shit that you're not passionate about you passionate about music so you make good music you're in a you're a hell of a writer you passionate about freaky shit so you sell good sex toys. You have dungeon parties and all kind of shit you sucking and fucking and doing what you passionate about that you're not passionate about being a restaurant tour so leave it alone. Adventure. But us be because you're not good at it. And you're
0: gonna fuck around and somebody gonna you gonna fuck around and somebody gonna die, and then you're gonna be looking
1: like boo-boo the food. You gonna be like boo-boo the sued. They're gonna take all show your title. goddamn money. Show title. And... <laughs> show title.
0: <laughs> 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 <Shit>. <laughs> right that show title. <laughs>
1: That's what it's gonna be. Um <gasps> <laughs> and last, but certainly not least, to go along with today's, one of today's shows, I saw that Spies of Black Ink New York is suing his child's mom, Crystal, for defamation of character because she called him an abuser um, and, a, and an abusive father after this whole situation that happened some months back with Cheyenne, um, and we'll get into that when we talk about the show. But you're a loser to be suing your baby mama. you right. It just is loser shit. If anything, get in the courts, order some family some some family counseling, get a judge involved, get the shit straightened out. But your default is to sue her versus fixing the situation between you her and your daughter which i got some some thoughts and opinions on that shit that i can't wait for us to get to because everything you're getting right now you deserve
0: the right okay you, 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 mm, 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 okay all but right I'm... we're
1: gonna head on over to head down to houston uh for ready to love come on friend bring us in all
0: right honestly this shit gonna With be these
1: sh- dusty motherfuckers <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do this shit gonna be short and brief. Um, okay, so first of all, I just want to say this. Um, uh, this most recent episode ready to love. I understand what time it was going with, but the execution was not there. Um, I think it was an interesting idea to have um the ladies' um exes um basically more or less like interview for lack of a better word these potential mates and stuff but the execution just wasn't there because for the most part it was like very cringe especially considering what happened with at least two people um it was just it was real cringe um to get through um first of all let's get this one out of the way when Alexis went out on a date with Ron and she brought her ex um Exelon and they was talking about you know the, the far as what faith and stuff goes. My thing is I think Alexis and Ron are kind of like two sides of the same coin. Um, and what I mean by that is both of them are very um what's the word I'm looking for? Assertive. Um they're very assertive and oftentimes and they both of them have big egos, and that you know can lead into to a bit of arrogance and I think both of them have that and Alexis is caught off guard basically because she's met her match as far as arrogance goes um, because Ron is very arrogant. He's very condescending but also Alexis can be too and we saw that earlier when she you know was like you know I'm the number one. I ain't you know second to none of these bitches here. I mean she didn't say that but you know she, she said it without saying it basically and Ron is you know like her male equivalent like You know, shit, I'm you know, you with me. You I'm a benefit to you. It's a benefit to you to be with me, and she can't handle that. And as far as like the whole conflict with them as far as faith goes, Ron was very condescending far as you know her faith and prayer stuff like that. But again, um Alexis is that way, too. And to her credit, like, she has, you know, tried her best to be like, you know, if you're not as religious as me, if you're not as faithful as me, you know, it's, uh, you know, that's okay. Like, I'm not, basically, like, she's not trying to come off of that, as that as judge judgy Christian, but you making it a non-negotiable, I mean, shit, water seeks his own level. <laughs> so, Ooh. so if you... I mean, if that's a non-negotiable for you, then why are you fooling with this man who is just, you know, like, praying, you know, and religion and stuff like that is really not my thing. So, like, you wasting both of y'all's times. And, both again, both of y'all is, are very arrogant people. So that ain't going to be a good look for both of y'all. Um, Now, now, I want to talk about Liz and David. Mm. Because Liz went on a date with David, and she um, invited one of her exes. Um, I forget the man's name. It really don't matter. Um, and David, uh, <laughs> I mean, it really don't matter.
1: Honestly, because technically, all their exes should have been dead. So this, you know, this so they didn't dug motherfuckers up from the grave <laughs> to cause chaos.
0: <laughs> that is hilarious. Um. But he he, I'm I'm be David a fuck nigga. And I'm gonna tell you why. Um, so from the last time we recorded and we talked about Ready to Love, um, they had an episode prior to this one where they brought the, um the friends in. I think it was the men's t- turn last episode. Um, uh, and the men had like their friends, like the ladies got to meet the men's friends and stuff like this. And David did something. Well, he told his friends something that um, that Liz said him and, and told him in confidence, and it was um, a kiss that she shared with another uh, one of the guys. She told David that in, in confidence and private, you know, because you know, obviously they feeling each other, but you know, it's a dating show, and we already don't talked about it in nauseam how these motherfuckers do not treat a dating show like a goddamn dating show. Um, but anyway, long long story short, point being Liz told David that in, in confidence. David's ass last week decides he gonna bring that shit up in front of Liz's friends. Um, And yeah. immediately when Liz told, you know, her ex this or her friend, you know, same difference, whatever the fuck, he was like, that's the red flag. Uh, because, and I agree. Because don't if I tell you some shit, in, first of all, your friends, your friends are your friends, but whatever relationship and bond that we are trying to build, they don't need to be in our business. That's number one. Number two, Correct. if I tell you some shit in confidence, friend, countryman, Roman, Lemuel is, whoever the fuck, don't tell nobody no shit in public that I told to you in private and confidence. That's number two uh-huh. and number, number three, why are you why is somebody um that is on a dating show with you why is somebody sharing a kiss that much of an issue for you where you had felt the need to like keep it not only keep it and hold it against liz but tell your friends who are your friends are supposed to be teaching and meeting this woman because they supposed to have your best interests in heart. Now you painted trying to paint her in a certain light in front of your friends over some shit that honestly is not that big of a fucking deal.
1: Exactly.
0: So David is fuck Nick. And um, the other reason why he a fuck nigga is because as soon as that got brought up at the date, he immediately got defensive. He started to try to change the conversation and Lisa's ex was like, "Nah, we are gonna talk about this because that's that that ain't cool. That ain't cool." And David was like, "You know, it's it's getting real, hot, you know, tense in here. You know, can we? You know, it's kind of it's it's you know some real strong emotions and stuff." And that that dude said straight up, "Well, you know, I don't I, I'm an alpha. I don't know how to be weak." So, and, you know, I don't like that, you know, that whole alpha male shit, but he called him on his shit. Like, nah, you trying to run from a situation because you did some fuck shit. Yep. Then we get to the end of the the um the episode where they do the eliminations. Honestly, I left on a cliffhanger because they didn't do eliminations this episode. I'm going to assume they're going to do it in the next episode. But hmm. basically, David, Liz and uh, David Cause, cause Ron, Ron, and David are in the bottom two this week, and Liz and David go on, you know, go on day, you know, date or whatever. Alexis and Ron go on day date, and I'm going to assume that David is going to be sent home. At least he should, in my opinion, because as soon as they get there, Liz wants to explain like what happened and why it, you know, it made her uncomfortable and what David did was wrong and David doesn't let her get a word in wise. He is talking over her. He is being incredibly, um, what's the word? Not hostile, but he's being very combative. He is now allowing her to speak. He is talking over her. He is telling her to be quiet and let him lead and do all the talking. And it's like, nigga, you are the one on the hot seat because you the one that did some fuck shit. Exactly. And he, I'm talking about he is just talking over her he is not letting like before they even sit down good this nigga is just on one and on ten Um. so in my opinion he should go home but again they left it as kind of like a cliffhanger Um. Mm-hmm. and I'm assuming like the next episode we'll see get to see who you know went home because out of the two like I don't really like Ron either but at least it's f- so far like he hasn't done no fuck shit David has, and then there's this whole, you know. And remember, David is the same nigga that is like, you know, I don't want no secrets. You know, like give me, you know, if you my girlfriend, you my wife, give me your bank information, things of that nature. So huh? I, I, he, he don't need to be on this show because he is crazy, in my humble opinion. <laughs> <David>. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, <laughs> he is fucking crazy. The nutso. He is he is a he is a, like you know Candace does say you know everybody on their show is dusty uh, they look dusty and stuff and you know what that's fair I definitely like the cast from the Atlanta season as opposed to this one but it, you know there's nobody that is like you know terrible you know they just kind of dusty looking but David he yes. he, he needs to be in somebody's jail I don't yes. like that. Nigga. He need to be in somebody's jail. Yes.
1: uh jail. Go to it. Prison. Prison.
0: Penitentiary.
1: Immediately.
0: Uh, but that right now that that for the most part was it today. camps uh, <laughs> <Kansas. laughs> <laughs> That pretty much was see you get on my so bad. I know, I'm Sorry. <laughs> Mm. Uh, that pretty much was it that was like like the high points or whatever like it was some other stuff but honestly like I said I get the idea that Tommy had but the execution just wasn't there it was more cringy it wasn't good it was
1: very cringy it was it it leans into that toxic bullshit where people try to say um yo we could tell a lot about a person by their exes and it puts the onus of yeah yeah. Making somebody hold responsibility for another person's behavior, or allowing somebody to shirk res- their responsibility in a situation, and it's not good. As oh, adults, there was oh,
0: go ahead, I, go
1: ahead. No, man. go ahead, friend. No, sound was, like you got reminded there some. One.
0: There was another one that was kind of interesting in that. Uh, now, I've liked Amber up until this point, and. Mm-hmm because Amber Amber met Chris because, uh, you know, they, you know, for the most part, they, them, those two, you know, out of anybody, I feel like they have the most chemistry and the best, you know, chance to be together mm-hmm. or whatever. But her ex, um, her ex, uh, while they was dating, he came out as bi. And that was oh
1: God. the reason mm.
0: that they broke up. And just from, I put it like this just from the body language, I could tell that Amber, even though, again, this is her ex, she still basically feels a way towards him. Chris would, like, when Chris found out, when he, like, when the ex told Chris, Chris was like, oh, well, you know, you came out, and he was like, oh, But he didn't see like nothing about his body language suggested like, you know, he was judging him or he, you know, felt in a way because, you know, he, you know, the dude was by whatever or the fact that, you know, they broke up or whatever. Nothing about his body language like seemed off. But you could visibly Mm -hmm. tell that Amber still is uncomfortable, even though she's not even with this dude no more, that she is uncomfortable with him. And it just... I didn't. Something about that just didn't sit right with me.
1: It ugly.
0: Yeah, yeah. It
1: sounds ugly. It sounds phobic. G- a t- yeah, a
0: tinge, a tinge, a tange. Yeah. It,
1: a tange. it sounds like you you feel like somebody's sexuality diminishes you, and that's you know leaning on phobic behavior as if something is wrong with a man being bisexual we have this conversation all the time we've had it on other shows specifically um check out crown and collars where that's been a conversation and how so many people and a lot of women are are they get they get very phobic when it comes to by men and not by women now they have nasty attitudes about bi women and gay women, especially ones who are not feminine presenting. But with bi men, there's this conversation with "there's no such thing as a bi man; he gay," and shit yeah. like that. And so and that's I what can see you. That's what it was leaning towards.
0: Because even in her, yeah. um, like when she, you know, after the date and her confessional, she was like, you know, it was a struggle at first, but we worked through it, and you know, I you know, accept them for who he is, but never again. And it's like, well, that, but, but that ain't what you just said, because if you saying never again, that means you would never, you know, again date a bisexual man, which means that you are not still over it. Cause you still, like you just said, Candace, you still got some phobia because yeah, if the one thing that, if the one thing about a this person that you would never date them again, is their sexuality being that he is bisexual, then yes, that is biphobic. <laughs> like if the literal thing about them is the thing that will make you not want to date them again, then yeah, you still not over it. You still got some some OBIC in you. Yeah. So that yeah. was the other thing because that that was just kind of, you know, that, 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 you know, that 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 raised my eyebrow. I didn't like that. But otherwise, that was pretty much the episode. Yeah
1: yeah uh, so um,
0: what we're we going what next black
1: we're going to we're going to Atlanta by proxy of New York um you know let's get into it sees you deserve how Cheyenne is treating you because in what world do you stay with a woman? that got on social media and engaged in disrespectful back and forth with your only child Mm. at the lowest of the lowest point of your relationship with duchess she was not even on social media disrespecting your child and your child's mother Mm. to be honest we never saw that's just disrespect Crystal. Even when Crystal was getting your ass locked up left and right for child support. Right. She was bailing your nigga out, making sure he can go back to get the check to try to get the child support money. Yeah. So in what world do you expect to be able to have a relationship with Cheyenne while having a relationship with Suzette who completely overstepped her boundaries you had to make her feel like she had to the authority to overstep her boundaries by doing as such. Mm-hmm. I can't really say what I make of the whole, uh, I don't know if Caesar is telling the truth, what the timeline is, because according to him, this whole, he beat me, he put hands and feet on me like I was a nigga shit. This came months after this situation happened. There is no police report that you were not arrested. The police came to the home. If there was a police report, if you were arrested for putting your hands on your daughter, oh you know the blogs would have threw that shit out there months ago. So I don't really know what happened, but what I do know is you allowed some form of abuse to happen because Suzette felt too comfortable saying nasty things about your daughter. Things that had nothing to do with the situation. I'm talking about calling her fat, lazy, sloppy body, eat too much. do She went the mile with your minor child in a public forum like social media. So at some point, even if it was not physical, there was some form of abuse going on because you don't just snap on no child and do that out the blue, what Suzette did. That, is, that would have to be very regular behavior in that home.
0: Yeah. And also, not only that, I mean, we we can be candid and we, we can be honest. Bro, C just started, like, actually being a father, like, what, three seasons ago? Three, four seasons ago?
1: When Duchess was out the picture. Yeah. So, like... when When he <laughs> could have a scapegoat for why he wasn't in her life, he got back in her life. Oh well, you know, because it's because you know, Dutchess did, did and Dutch never once said she didn't want you to be in your child's life. That was a decision you made, right? Yes, friend, you are right. He just started being a dad, and like it was first of all, you did what you were supposed to do. He said just, when the pandemic right. hit, Cheyenne and Crystal were not getting along in New York. Very typical of teenagers and their parents. This Especially is that in phase in life. Yeah, this is that phase in life where teenagers and their parents butt heads all of the fucking time. Right. Add in a glo- add in a pandemic. I hate when people say global pandemic because pandemic means global. Um, right. <laughs> add in a pandemic. <laughs> add a pandemic to that mix. And it's fight night. So you did the right thing, going to get your daughter, bringing her down there with you, She's doing, you know, schooling via, the, via, you know, Zoom and all that other shit. Did what she needed to do. She didn't do the dishes. There should have been consequences for not doing her chores, yes. I don't disagree with you there. There should be boundaries for children in a home. Even it, with her being upset, being angry, being mad, I something happened in between all of that. That led to the police being called. That led to this situation that happened on social media. Suzette did not just feel comfortable overnight, one night calling your do- daughter fat and sloppy and shit. Friend, that don't just happen like that. No, it don't. That behavior had to be going on in that house for a minute.
0: Because, I mean, let's be honest, we, and we, we, shit, one of the people that we just, that we just mentioned, Caesar has a track record of being stupid over
1: women. Yes.
0: And even with that, the one that he, Duchess probably the most infamous one. Like you said, even, even Duchess was not overstepping and crossing that boundaries when it came to Caesar and Crystal trying to cope, well, mm-hmm. Crystal parenting and then trying to make sure C's was paying child support. That's just never overstepped those boundaries. So for this woman to do it and him to have allowed it uh, listen, all I'm saying is where the smoke does fight.
1: In, In what world do Teddy gotta come to you and say bruh, I feel a way about your woman feeling like she can go that direction, Teddy, your child, Teddy. Teddy of all people, Teddy, 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 uh. <laughs> Teddy, Teddy of all people, Teddy, Teddy. <laughs> I, feel, I feel a way about it, I feel a way about you suing Crystal. <laughs> versus y'all trying to get some form of counseling trying to repair the relationship crystal is never going to stop being cheyenne's mom the same way you're never going to stop being cheyenne's dad cheyenne is still a child cheyenne still has a lot of first to experience in life without needing her parents to be at each other's throats is how i feel about the situation cheyenne has to graduate high school cheyenne is going to go to prom cheyenne is going off to college if she wants to or whatever or whatever career path she might choose the military uh trade school uh start a business go in her dad's footsteps want to be a tattoo artist whatever the case may be cheyenne if she chooses to have kids she can have them if she chooses to get married she can do that too but cheyenne has a lot of first left to experience And y'all both want to be there for him. So instead of trying to sue her and make shit more public, more volatile, uh, more down in the gutter, why not take the appropriate steps to fix things with Crystal and Cheyenne?
0: Honestly, And as we can
1: see, Suzette is fucking duchess with no tattoos. This bitch started talking like a stalker when you said you needed to take a step back and fix your family situation. Mm-hmm. i'm a catch nigga all right bitch we'll go get caught
0: then I'm like okay and but you know what I'm a
1: catch okay bitch i'm a aries what's up
0: <laughs> you <stupid>. but honestly <laughs> to now that you mentioned it, and to your point about the approach sees is taken with this he honestly moving like a nigga that is guilty of the shit that's alleged of him
1: yeah,
0: because like you said, yeah,
1: why wh- do you want to add fuel to the fire?
0: Yeah, suing for different like nigga, your family is more important than a lawsuit.
1: And Cheyenne broke. She ain't even get all the child support you over yet. What's she going to pay you with? Right. You're going to spend more money for this lawsuit then you would get from her if it was even found in your favor. What is the point? What is the end game with this? It doesn't fix y'all. It doesn't repair the le- relationship between you and your daughter, and it doesn't create a stable co-parenting situation with you and Crystal. So what is the point? Why are you not doing... Niggas get money, and they fix all the shit on the outside, and the inside be fucking rotten.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, he, he moving... Like you said, like, we don't know if it's, you know, com- true or whatever, you know, when you mentioned, like, the timeline and stuff, but Caesar's is moving like a nigga that is guilty of the shit that's alleged.
1: He's moving like a nigga that's a guilty of being abusive, which yeah. is what Crystal said. She didn't say physically. She just said he's an abusive person, and to be honest, we know you abusive because we, like, see nigga, how we have seen, seen the you people on this show. That
0: shop. We have seen you on this show, nigga.
1: Like, so, I mean, like, come on. Come on. Now, moving past that, Donna Dumbarty. Donna, you are on a The, road the today. D and got... Donna stands for dumb than a motherfucker. We got so many. You are so show stupid. <laughs> you are so dumb. You are so stupid. You are dummy, bitch. You so much. <laughs> See that shit you pulled? <laughs> I let it slide. <laughs> Speaking of dummy bitches, Monique, pop on in the back of the <laughs> the
0: Girl, <letter>. your titties... <laughs> t- you sitting
1: s- on Instagram live in a motherfucking cheap-ass hotel bathrobe with your titties down to your navel talking about how motherfuckers present... Bitch, if that was true, bitch, you should have had on a motherfucking church dress and a hat to match. Girl, yeah. shut the fuck up. Anyways, I I'm not going to... Go. Swing low, swing cherry. <laughs> Coming forth to carry stupid hoes home. You are stupid, but I'm not going to venture too far off to the left. Donna, Tati owes you nothing. Tati did her job. And what fucking world do you think you deserve a booth that the piercer is getting so that you can do non-tattoo, non-piercing shit in a tattoo piercing shop? Bitch, go to a beauty shop and make wigs. Why do you want to be making wigs in a tattoo shop? I would not get a tattoo in a shop where a bitch is sitting there making wigs. You're right. Let me say that. Nobody wanted to say it, but bitch, nobody wants to get a tattoo in the shop where a where wide-back, toothless-ass bitch is making wigs and her hair don't even look good. Like, nigga, this is a
0: tattoo shop, not a salon. Like, bro, you don't... Nigga, you, you, you don't go... Nigga, you don't go to Burger King asking for a salad. Like, nigga, like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dog?
1: You are fucking ridiculous. And then you want to throw up the fact that y'all was fucking the night before. That's not, what do that got to do with the price of tea in China? But I really, 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 really hope Tati had an awakening with this situation and stop shitting where she eats. I thought you would have learned your lesson with Teddy. God damn. You know, but you honestly, fucking the dumbest yeah. bitch in the
0: shop. Yeah, like that's my like I, like Tati is not in the wrong, but that is my only like complaint about it. It's like Tati, like it again. Teddy, the thing, the thing with Jada because of Teddy, yeah, yeah and Pro- proxy Donna. Like you, like this, like you constantly getting getting yourself in these situations because you keep fucking your employees. <laughs> like
1: stop
0: like stop doing it. Like it shouldn't have taken you this long to realize this, you know, but like Candace, you know, like my friend said, maybe you should have an awakening. You should have had your alarm clock set earlier, but you know, hey, whatever, as long as you got up. But this is what happens when you shit, when you eat, you get stupid shit like this. Cause Donna, first of all, Donna, you do not have the talent, the acumen nor the awareness to try to be as boss bitch as you think you are, Donna. Yeah. No, ain't nobody buying I, first of all, ain't nobody getting no tattoo from you. Ain't nobody getting no goddamn wig from you. Ain't nobody getting no fashion from you. Hell, I ain't getting no damn food from you. Cause I am not finna eat no food from a motherfucker whose teeth look like the plague. That's just not what I'm goddamn finna do. So like Here. Donna you bring nothing and you want everything and I do not understand it. At all. Hey, uh, season the preview for the next episode talking about you want credit for being the worst tattoo artist and I could not Black even disagree metric. with him. <laughs> like I, I could
1: not disagree. I couldn't
0: disagree. And
1: he- Also, Alex, and we're going to get to this, but you need not ever be giving somebody else advice about an alpha female that's fine, because Donna is neither (laughs) alpha female nor fine.
0: I'm glad that we got him. I'm glad that we made that segue because when he said that shit, I was I legitimately said I lied. I know you fucking lying. Nigga.
1: You, you got your back crumbled up like a piece of paper over Donna talking about alpha. You got a... Nigga, <laughs> alpha, sit down. You, you, you got, got can straight. You got,
0: you got an alpha jumping, nigga, because of, you, because nigga, of your Because of you goddamn. got an alpha
1: jumping and it left you with a beta back. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs>
0: Out of all the shit that we done seen on this show, <laughs> that one right there might have been one of the funniest things we have ever fucking seen.
1: <laughs> I <made> a <laughs> Leave us alone. <laughs> We're speaking of this moment on the show. First of all, Crystal had every right to react how she reacted.
0: Agreed. Agreed.
1: first and foremost and Agreed. this situation is very very key in how we discuss that men watch other men violate women and never say a fucking word
0: cause the no-
1: only person who got on this nigga in the shop who calls himself ink daddy was rock and I do feel like crystal reacted horribly to rock because rock handled that situation appropriately
0: he did. Because you have to understand like That nigga should about... have
1: been escorted out the building with his tattoo supplies and sent the fuck on about his Okay, business. thank
0: you, because I was he just about to say
1: sexually harassed her in the workplace. That is not some woman you seeing in the club. That is your co-worker mm-hmm. at, at your fucking job. He should be And when, he... when checked on it, talking about, I want, you got the best hand. I want what you got. You made it even fucking worse. Yeah, and everybody just sitting there fucking watching. He should have been fired immediately.
0: Yeah, he should have had his papers out the door as soon as as soon as that he said that shit. The next sentence out of his mouth would have been should have been the door closing behind him
1: because that was
0: harassment. That was, that was harassment. That was uncalled for. And like you said. The only person that said anything was Rock. The, the, none of the other men, shit, not even any of the other women said anything. I think Tati said something, but that was about it.
1: Nobody. But it they, and it wasn't even a fire talking about just focus on your client. Right.
0: Like that whole situation was cringe. That whole situation. Rock was the only one that handled it appropriately. And I do agree with you in that Crystal... She was right to react to Ink Dad or whoever. The, she was right to react to that nigga the way that she did, but she was not right to react to Rock the way that she did because Rock did. She wanted best right, thing
1: he, Rock to fight then and there, and I don't understand why you would be wanting your man to fight sexual harassment with violence when technically this nigga should have just been fired and escorted out the building.
0: And you want to rock? That's to what, what should have happened. You want to rock to fight potentially, potentially causing him to get fired. And then, and then I like that Rock brought up that point and they did the flashback because Crystal, you did the same shit. You fought and you got your ass fired because Puma fired you and they showed the flashback.
1: Exactly.
0: So I think I think everybody on this episode was unfair to Rock. I felt like Rock handled it the, the best way he could have and should have. And again, everybody failed in that situation because that nigga should have been fired and out the door and That's all fine. the rest of you niggas in there and see this is what we talk about when we saying that motherfuckers be talking about protect women and, and stuff and y'all be performative because the fact that then nobody say shit to that nigga then nobody put him if, if not fired him because he should have been fired but none of the other men checked him or said a goddamn word to him nah Mm-mm. no everybody handled that wrong everybody dropped the ball Except for Rock.
1: Exactly.
0: And 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 Rock, don't take no goddamn advice from Alex.
1: Don't take no advice from Alex. Don't take no advice from Teddy. Cause these motherfuckers have been fucking all through the shop and it has always ended in fucking turmoil.
0: Exactly. Because they fucking all through the shop. <laughs> exactly
1: fucking mess just terrible fucking advice all the way around um as usual (laughs) sees is fucking confused about donna's temper tantrum and like and sided with tati like fam i didn't what the fuck do you need a spot for and i don't know what the fuck you gonna be doing (laughs) she can't even tell sees the truth that she want to make wigs in the fucking tattoo shop which again is fucking he like, stupid. what do you need a spot for? Whatever I want. No, bitch. That's not how none of this works.
0: That's not how any of this works.
1: So stupid ass. Um, Cesas talk with Tati is the most professional I've ever seen. Uh it was right nice of him ends. to yeah, it was nice of him to acknowledge her professionalism for not letting Donna bring her to her level. And for acknowledging that um, you will run into Donnas all the time in the workplace, uh, but stop fucking on Donna, please, Tati, please. Um, I Donna, how you throw Puma a birthday party and you trying to argue with Tati at the goddamn birthday party? Like
0: when Kwanis said, are they still arguing and Puma was like, yeah, I was like, now see, this is the level of, of, of married couple I, I aspire to be Well, we j- me and my, me and my wife just looking at motherfuckers just arguing and be stupid.
1: <laughs> I was, I was like, just Whoa. totally confused. Like, what the fuck is she talking about? Like, and, and again, Tati has matured quite a bit because she did not engage. She like Donna, just leave me alone, please. Like, okay, we God. don't fuck with each other. You want to fight me? You mad at me? Okay, cool. Leave me alone. I'm not here for none of this.
0: Which also, which also, again, circling back to Rock, don't take no goddamn advice from Alice because Alice just sitting here right here letting this shit go and ain't saying a goddamn word to Donna.
1: Not calling her out on nothing.
0: On a damn thing. But but, but, but you want to, to be the he's supposed
1: to be the alpha male. Mm. Had the fuck up talking to us.
0: First of all, both of y'all look end. like germs, so we can start an end there.
1: Because at least one thing
0: about Rock and Crystal, they look good together.
1: They do.
0: Donna and yeah. Alex, they look like two got they look like two goddamn boogers.
1: Them two Mucus. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Mhm.
1: Well, that was it for Black Ink. Yes. Next week's episode, we finally gonna get the the cussing out we deserve when Siege finally put Donna in her goddamn place. Because right. you are literally on this show and you do not tattoo no more. You doing everything. You have done everything but become a better tattoo artist in the fucking pandemic.
0: You have regressed because at least when you first got, you on had the
1: show, all the, you had all this free time to become a better artist, to learn from your boyfriend who's a phenomenal tattoo artist, yeah. the Vagina Slayer,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> and you selling weave and CBD juice. Get out our fucking face! It's Donna. A, it's some shit that
0: you don't even look good in your damn self. Don't always look a fucking mess.
1: Yeah. Teddy was a badder bitch in, in your wigs than you are in a... them.
0: All right.
1: Just saying. Just saying. Well, <laughs> now speaking we got some to bad move on. built bitches. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Because remember, we took it. We took a week off last week, guys. And if the shows hadn't been so messy, me and Jeremy might have took this week off too for the holiday. So, you know, but Jeremy held it down while I was gone the last week. He just deserved a week off. He had got his, his second vaccine uh, shot and everything, and he just needed some chill time. But Simone and Cecil, um, people, like, this problematic, and I so be it. People like Simone, like super educated, wealthy people. Y'all raise really dumb, obtuse kids with no Mm. fucking common sense. Mm. I do believe that when we have the opportunity where our kids don't have to struggle and we don't have to struggle, it's beautiful. But in that, you still have got to instill a sense of self-awareness and common sense in your fucking kids. Miles is dumb as a fucking rock. <laughs> he is you goofy as fuck and has no common sense. This motherfucker think when you budget, you don't spend money. Budgeting just means properly managing the money you do have. Pro- right. Managing what you spend and what you save. To budget does not mean to not spend.
0: Exactly. And, and first of all, why would you even think that considering that, you know, because, you know, obviously, you know, Simone with, you know, being a doctor and then, um, you know, Cecil being a real estate agent, like, bro, like, t- you 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 have never not seen your parents, like, not spend money. L- like, like, they ain't, you know, they ain't going crazy, you know, like Dr. Jackie, but like they, you have seen them do budgets before. So what the, f- why the f- fuck would you think like like what the fuck is you doing you have seen a budget in your life miles considering who your parents are you have seen a budget
1: mm-hmm. also I just wanted to get that out the way because that's not the first time I've seen that from, from kids of super well to do people super educated they usually are goofy than a motherfucker because they've never had to have any sense of self-awareness They've always been able to lean on mommy and daddy. Um, Y'all got to find a balance in that. He talking about not leaving home till he's 35. You trying to get pussy while living at home with mommy and daddy till you damn near 40. That is fucking weird. It's weird. While not having finished school. It's a lot. It's strange. Um, Anila. Okay. I'm glad that I was right to not like Anila because you were brought into the fold by Toya and you and Toya have a little spat. And now you, you are actively fucking with everybody that don't fuck with Toya. Not to be funny, but that's fucking weird and shady like dead ass. I it's just, you don't, Toya called you a dingbat. Toya called you a dingbat. Other ladies brought up to her that y'all was having some financial issues. Toya didn't spread it, but she called you dingy and made you mad. You checked her about it. Y'all came to a y'all came to a, an agreement about that situation. To be actively kicking it with Heavenly is a fucking lot. Heavenly mm-hmm. of all people, Simone, okay, Jackie sure. Even quiet yeah. Prettiest argument that she and quad had at quad's party but heavenly cannot stand toya and toya cannot stand Heavenly, and you know that why are you why are you showing up to places with heavenly yeah i mean it's
0: fake i mean it is absolutely fake the only thing i'll say is is what toya deserve because toya done, done the same shit in the past
1: <laughs> yeah toya has done the same shit in the past and, but the thing is you're not memorable enough amongst these group of girls to do shit that Toya does and it don't have no real impact
0: now that's fair
1: you just look stupid
0: cause she the new girl
1: yeah now first of all I don't Toya you just say you was on some hating shit cause I never seen no four story apartment (laughs) right Quad got some shit going for her. Cause I thought her home was way smaller than that. I didn't know the shit was so big. It had an elevator inside of it.
0: Miss quad, miss quad.
1: I I love the concept of it. Toya saying you was drunk and talking shit about Quad home to me is not an excuse. It actually makes the situation worse. It's
0: deflection. because if you
1: get drunk and talk shit about your friend on Instagram live, are they your friend?
0: No, hello.
1: I've never in my life got drunk and then got on the internet and been like, "Look at Jeremy with his old bullshit ass." Exactly.
0: What? Like if being that's drunk, something
1: that you was thinking sober.
0: Yeah, and you and you got the liquid courage to say it because you know if you said it to a quiet face, she would beat your ass.
1: And I'm tired of I'm tired of Simone's. I think mean, first of all.
0: Now, come on Everybody with it. Finish, almost the, same the thing. Come on with it.
1: Almost the whole cast on this show could be a character from The Lion King. <laughs> Simone, you look like one of them fucking hyenas and you cackle like one too. Okay? Like Toya, you look like Timon. <laughs>
0: I cannot stand you. I want you to know that.
1: That's first and foremost. But why are you allowing someone? Why are you allowing Toya to be a victim here when Toya is the aggressor? Mm. This situation between Toya and Quad is Toya's doing. Toya and Quad were good until Toya got on your live and called Quad's home a bullshit ass apartment where she don't be doing nothing but talking bullshit. Come on, that's not what friends do. That sounded Mm -hmm. just like some I don't fuck with that bitch type of energy. Mm -hmm. And you want Quad to just turn the other cheek. Quad can dish it, but Quad can't take it. When has Quad got on anybody's Instagram live and and said some shit like that about Toya? Mm
0: -hmm. And also... We
1: didn't know the bitch couldn't get a line of credit from Z Gallery till Toya threw the first slug
0: yeah and my thing is, see see Simone's doing that shit that I hate is that because she'll 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 shadedly address the problem with Toya like in her confessionals and this that and the third. But when it actually comes to the show, actually, you know, being in Toya's face like Toya, you need to shut the fuck up sometimes. You have a problem. You are the common denominator tonight. All your breakdowns with your friendships is you doing too damn much. See, Simone know that problem and she'll say that problem on her professionals, but in public, she'll she'll coddle and, and 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 cape for um Toya and blame everybody else for Toya's behavior. Talking about call condition, but you but she can't take it. Why are you looking Toya in her face like that ass? And this is... Toya? Toya hairs. Toya.
1: And I hate that they're trying to make it a thing where, oh, Heavenly is putting a target on my back. No. Heavenly called you out for your bullshit because nobody else will seem to do it. What you you said about Quad was wrong. The forum in which you said it was dead fucking wrong. And you could have just apologized and said, Quad, I didn't... I didn't mean it like that. I was just kind of talking shit at the moment. But I wasn't I wasn't actually trying to shade your home.
0: Yeah, or just so I you know just what, I was I was saying
1: you wrong. ain't being you ain't being honest. I was wrong for how I said it. I didn't mean it to hurt you or come across like that. I apologize.
0: And it could be done, but nope.
1: And you and you said it, Toya, so stand in it if you're not going to apologize. Don't give us all excuses. Oh, she was drunk. Bitch, why are you referring to yourself in third person? If you get so drunk that you turn into another person who says mean ass shit about your friends on social media, lock that bitch away.
0: Yeah. I mean, even whatever version
1: of yourself that is, put her in jail. Like my four-year-old said, throw her ass in jail.
0: (laughs) But even with that, Hell, Toya, do that shit when she's sober. What toya? We haven't uh-huh. seen you on this show for years doing that shit when you
1: sober. Hell, just this uh-huh. season, you were doing it with Contessa. Just this uh-huh. season. Which well, I'm weirded out by Contessa going to check on Toya because Toya been shading you since you first got on this goddamn show. D- Hello. It's the same Toya that said you lied about having um the surgery on your breast to avoid breast cancer. This the same toy that said you was lying about your dad's health conditions to which your dad eventually passed away. This is the same Toya who, who said you lied. So I'm just trying to understand why you are feeling so compelled to go check on her. You owe her nothing.
0: Right. Especially considering um, meanwhile, Quad was like one of the ones that was in your corner. Like in welcoming you when you first got on the show,
1: absolutely. Yeah, you and that's Scott. another dig. I'm tired of Toya taking at quad. She ain't married to medicine, but she showed up to these events. You, the same bitches that was crying boo hoo buckets of tears that she wasn't coming around last season,
0: right? So, is it Uchiwale or Wamat? Yes or no?
1: We invite quad to stuff and she don't come, but then when y'all mad at her, is why she here? She ain't married to medicine.
0: And I mean, first of all, can we... Listen. Can we also, Y'all
1: marriages is not strong enough for y'all to throw those shots at people and we can get dead into it at this also, dinner that Simone threw um, because, you know, all of y'all have got the same issues with each other, with y'all spouses. You don't communicate well. You don't respect each other. Y'all try to cut each other down to the ankles, to the white meat every time you get into an argument. Y'all marriages are not fortified and concrete enough for y'all to always be taking jabs at single women.
0: Mm.
1: Not even a little bit.
0: Let's talk about it.
1: Not even a little bit.
0: And not only that, not only that also in addition to what my friend just said, a lot all y'all's value is y'all's proximity to the, you know, quote unquote, the merit of the medicine
1: Mm -hmm.
0: because y'all ain't got shit else going for you Toya what the fuck do you have if it's it's not attached to Eugene I'll wait
1: you were so glad for them kids to go back to school so you could do nothing (laughs) exactly and my other also I did appreciate Contessa saying that Toya lacks self awareness and she never wants to own her partnership and she asked her what you say about Anila for y'all friendship to get to this point
0: and Toya
1: Set up there and lied
0: And Toya immediately deflected
1: Bitch not loyal Loyal
0: Again Are this you- is Toya Harris saying this <laughs>
1: <laughs> You the same Toya That turned your back on Quad When you had to choose between Quad And uh, Mariah The North remembers baby
0: Like imagine Toya talking about lo- Preaching about loyalty I know you fucking lying Toya
1: lying like a rug. All
0: you, okay. so all you do is lie. All you do is lie and spend your dream money. That's all you do.
1: That's it. Um, Speaking of contestants, Scott and contestants don't like each other at all. And
0: they hate each other.
1: I know that y'all have been together a long time. Y'all have built a lot together. Y'all have children together. Y'all have in, and had some of y'all best moments and memories in life together, but in the now, y'all don't like each other. Not only do y'all not like each other, y'all don't agree on how to push the marriage back into a positive space, a productive space, a progressive space. You are having to badger your husband to go to marriage counseling so that y'all can get on a good foot. And he is refusing to go. Like utter refusal to go to counseling.
0: When y'all desperately need it. Honestly. Him, when him y'all
1: was. need it. Y'all need it. Listen every so. time y'all are in a couple settings, y'all make things really fucking weird by bringing up your marriage problems every couple's trip.
0: Right. You know dinner. You know, you, you know, it's like if somebody made a joke about this on Twitter last night, it was hilarious, but it made me think of Scott Contessa. They are that they are a walking, they you know, that song separated by Avant. Yep, they are the personification of that. That opening line he say, Every time I see you, I get a bad vibe. That's them. That's Scott Acatessa.
1: I get a bad vibe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: got a contestant <laughs> right there. That is them.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Like every time they see each other, they get a bad vibe. But like you was, you know, alluded to, every time they're around everybody else, everybody else get a bad vibe because they bring up their shit in front of everybody.
1: Yep. And then they finish the dinner talking about we gonna romance each other more. We gonna do this. And she told me I'm gonna stop badgering you and about therapy. You shouldn't have to badger somebody about therapy as a couple. There should be a compromise that, Hey, I want us to be on a better page with each other. Therapy could help us. And he is fighting it left and right. Until y'all can get y'all shit together in that area. Y'all are and God forbid. I agree with Toya, but Toya had a point. Y'all are just putting band-aids on every direction of that marriage. Fixing nothing. Taping up everything.
0: Yeah, which should see y'all like are gonna butt doing... at the
1: seams, and it's gonna be so super hard to watch when it happens.
0: Yeah, which honestly, it seems like y'all have been doing that for a while, just putting band-aids on gunshots.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And eventually, yep. that should catch up with you, and it's catching up now because, like, I think I said it before, like, the, the going back to school thing was tumultuous, but not to the point where it should, like. Have damn. We should still
1: be in the thick of it.
0: Yeah. So y'all have been having these problems for a while.
1: A long ass time.
0: Yeah, and like you said, what eventually it catches up with, and it's catching up with y'all bad, and everybody can see. I
1: feel like it's been like about two years now because there was that long gap when we didn't have married to medicine due to the pandemic.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: It's like yeah. what now? Yeah. What they, like they why marriage. are we still dealing with this from y'all?
0: Yeah, they their marriage is definitely headed down the path of destruction.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's and like you it said, it's, it's, is. and like you said, it's just gonna be real ugly to watch. It's and just I'm super-
1: definitely glad Cecil and Simone feel how we feel. If I had to choose a couple to swing with,
0: it would be them. <laughs> problems and all it hey, did, been you,
1: did you did you see contest touch the body in that dress
0: I, did i <laughs> hell i paused the damn episode because i watched it on my phone and I, I took i took a gander if you will
1: because
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh mm, mm, oh, I, yeah. i've seen things i've imagined <laughs>
1: I too agree with Simone and C so that I too, because when they rolled that footage back of contestants saying she accidentally went to a swingers club, and they was like, mm-hmm. "So did you leave?" and she said, "Not immediately, no."
0: Mm-hmm. Listen, that remind me
1: of that TikTok where the dude be like, "Uh, uh, uh, got to see it through, my boy. Got to mm-hmm. see it through." <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey listen, sometimes listen, sometimes you gotta be you got you gotta be with it. I'm with it all. <laughs> just saying.
1: Everything. All of it.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying.
1: Every last bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm with it. <laughs> get um, with it. <laughs> again. We getting we at the last part and this is where we're gonna get ready to wrap the show up. Why do y'all spend this kind of money on a birthday party for a five-year-old who don't give a fuck about nothing but eating candy, cake, pizza, and playing with their goddamn friends? Y'all have got to admit (laughs) that these (laughs) lavish-ass toddler parties be for the adults and not for the kids.
0: Especially since the the adults always be causing drama at these damn things. Like, why does a
1: five-year-old need a party this lavish? And y'all are having money problems because the house y'all haven't built started at 1.7 million and it's costing y'all three million at this point. What the fuck? Listen. Anyways, I just want to point this out that you for y'all to be some highfalutin, degree earning, doctor living, mansion dwelling, expensive car driving. Expensive, purse, bag, shoe-wearing-ass bitches. Y'all always are arguing at kids' fucking parties and other events where you should be exercising and and decorum. Mm. Friend, my p- broke ass has been to plenty, plenty of children's parties, and I have never seen adults full-fledged fucking arguing at kids' parties.
0: Routinely
1: routinely
0: you gotta add that part to it routinely because every time on these shows it don't even matter what the show is that we that we watch that we talk about on this show somebody always throwing a you know like you said an unnecessarily lavish ass party for a damn toddler and every time somebody one of the adults are causing some damn shit it never fucking fails Hmm. It's, it's one of the... Listen, there, there are three things in life that are constant. Death, taxes, and some of these damn adults cause some shit at these damn toddlers' birthday parties.
1: Always.
0: It never fucking fails. Always.
1: And y'all supposed to be classy, upper echelon niggas. Allegedly. Huh. Heavenly, of, uh... you had absolute... F- mm. Mm.
0: Mm. Talk and about mean, you, look proof like Pumba. you look like
1: Pumbaa. You look like Pumbaa. Remember I said we can call this "Married to Medicine" or "Pride Rock." You look like Pumbaa, and Quads, you look like Rafiki. I don't know who looked like Simba, but you Jackie. hoes, listen. <laughs> <laughs> and Jackie is Scar, and no shake of form. <laughs> <laughs> now <Nigga.
0: laughs> nah, I got this. Yo, Candace, fuck you. I just—I saw the side by side of my head.
1: <laughs> In no shape or fashion did you have any space, place, or anything to discuss Lisa's body and her weight. You are not built beautifully enough to even take it there. <laughs> you do not dress well enough to be talking about the next woman's body or fashions. <laughs> you, you are tacky it. than a motherfucker yourself. Because you, you was you was finna say something else. You cleaned it
0: up, though. I caught that. you was finna say something else?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you cannot. You do. You not it. You not that girl. Nobody is tuning in to this show to see how how beautiful heavenly is on this episode Mm. (laughs) you do not have a body like contessa or toya for that fact or quad or quad or dr jackie honestly dr jackie got a nice athletic build to her yes you do you are you are not shapely and built enough to be digging at other women on the show body like, come on, you was out of line. You went out of your way to start with Lisa for no reason at a goddamn Tyler birthday party. Right. You didn't want to talk about I ain't do nothing. I ain't say nothing. I ain't did did. did. I ain't blah blah blah. You did. You did that. Yeah. You wrong. You started it. <laughs> Talking about the horse look like his legs gonna buckle when it's her gut hanging out. Even if she does got a gut, go, so fucking what?
0: Like Heavenly, you you do realize you got one too. <laughs> like, like what what is you doing?
1: Your class back is I don't want to be like a bitch who can't keep a man. y'all proximity to to you are a fucking doctor, a dentist with a practice, and you still put all your worth and value in your proximity to having and keeping a man. Do better, bitch. You have accomplished so much more than just having a husband. And that is what you default to.
0: That's what she always defaults to. like Black
1: jaw, underbite, having ass, bitch. <laughs> but like, what uh, it? it was like, unnecessary.
0: Heavenly is such a pick me. She is such a pick me.
1: And you pick bitch and ain't nobody trying to pick Damon.
0: <laughs>
1: you picked each other.
0: <laughs> right, like this is a grown man that call you buddy <laughs> as as his okay. wife. <laughs> <And> little Fido, <laughs> come here, little buddy.
1: <laughs> come here, little dusty ass bitch. Come here. <laughs> come here, little dusty. <laughs>
0: come here little riffraff come, come me here
1: in. Pumbaa. <laughs> come here little warthog all
0: right <laughs> <Okay>. all right
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is quite enough <laughs> my bad super i get it okay um yes yeah, that's all i had um i'm looking forward to next week's episode as well uh they unveiled the reunion pictures the and was y'all at a oh, wedding or a cocktail hour?
0: <laughs> I've not seen LA on the website or like the Bravo page or whatever.
1: I'ma tag you. Okay. I'ma tag you. I was like, uh, Okay. Yeah, because I, I have
0: not seen y'all
1: it. are not serving looks here. Mm. At all. It was on the peach when? report with uh oh, Twitter.
0: Got it. got it. Got it, got it, I'll check it out. When is the reunion? Like, had they said a date?
1: Uh, this was only what like episode 12 or 13? Episode 12. So I'm guessing we got like four more episodes and then a reunion.
0: Uh, reunion, uh, uh what the, uh, the, the uh, mm.
1: It's giving prom, right?
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's giving military ball to be honest
1: it's it's giving it's giving bourbon ball all
0: right, all right you know what that's enough uh thank y'all for listening to this episode of Crown of Colors we'll be i mean not Crown of Colors wretched we'll be are
1: we'll <laughs> piece of shit i fucked you up <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week thank y'all for tuning in have a safe memorial day Bye, everybody.